Hi everyone, welcome to Techno Jockeys. My name is Delenoir, and finally we start the most important podcast in Dubai and worldwide. We'll focusing on the techno scene of the Middle East, of Dubai, and of course all around the world. And today we finally have the first uh, guest. Welcome, Kate B. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Can <laughs> you pronounce your name again? Elenoir. Elenoir. Yeah. Wow. It's, is it uh, uh, English pronounced or? It's a strange mix from Italian and uh, French uh, language. I, I'm sorry because <laughs> because when I when I read it, it it's I I thought it's Elenor. Elenoir. Ah, uh, Elenoir. Yeah. Nice. Kate B, tell me before uh, the first question. Tell me about your name. Well, Kate B, it's just simple b- way to call you. <laughs> Actually, it means something. Yeah, it, it's it, it's not uh, uh, the meaning. It's a shortcut from my real name. My ah, real name easy. is uh, Abdul Kader. So yeah, it's Arabic uh, strong name. I know it's difficult. Yeah. Kate so, B, it's magic. <laughs> so it's a shortcut, like when you start writing my name, it's A B D U L K A D E R. So I took it from Kade, K A D E, Kade. A much better because for me to pronounce Arabic uh, names, it's <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's not. It's not only you. I know, I know. I, I I get this comment a lot. It's like your name is very like hard to pronounce. I was like, true, true. That's true. KB, so uh, today we'll speak about Technoshin and uh, in Dubai especially, but I know that you are not from here. So you are from Beirut, right? No, sorry. No. No. It I'm was fi- a mistake. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we all in a, like, we call it the Middle East. We call it, I am from the Middle East, which is mean like uh, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, they are in okay. Middle East. So I'm from Syria originally. I have been living my whole life in Kuwait City. Okay. Um, I started visiting Dubai in 2015 by going back and forth uh, to give a presentations in music production with the Ableton Group that uh, used to happen in um, Red Bull uh, building in Free Zone. So after many visits, I was like, I think it's the time to move. So I moved like almost a year and eight months. I moved here. Mm-hmm. I switched everything to here. So it was a good step. I love, I love that. How do you feel this uh, changing? Because when you come in a, a different city, different country, uh, everything is new, and you are quote, completely new without uh, anything here. How did you feel? How you start to work with, especially with the techno culture, because the techno culture is so close. So it's difficult to come inside, and when you are in the when you are the new one. Yes. How it how it was? Okay, it's uh, it's not difficult because of one reason. Because of social media. Okay, it well, you was lucky because it's already was. Yeah. So media. imagine that. Let's say that I moved to Dubai 12, 13 years ago, where the social media were not that popular, like Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, and these kind of things. So it's gonna be hard because you need to ma- to make a physical physical marketing and interactions, which is hard, harder. So now with social media, everyone can know about you from all over the world. So like you can have relations, connections, friends from different countries. So for me, it was easier. And uh, to be honest, for an artist, let's make it clear. Uh, our, all artists, they don't have a specific place to be at. 
Mm-hmm. They just have where a place where they make it like a home to come back to, but they are traveling around. And you know what I'm talking about, traveling all over the place. For the DJ, I think the most important thing is yeah. traveling all around the world. Exactly. All around the world. Uh, one question. So you suggest to the new artists who come into Dubai to use more social media? As to, a connection. As a connection. Yes. But how it's, I think it's a little bit difficult now. Uh, in the social media, in the, you, can, you can post everything but the people don't know exactly how you play how you do on the um, on the mixing so you can post everything but it can be fake so social media um, it's good uh, like uh, advertising but you don't know who is behind this uh, social media behind this instagram so it's a little bit risky also okay uh Let me, get, let, me get, let me explain it for you in a different way. So when you are a DJ, it could be this way because the difference between a DJ and a music producer is two things. A DJ, he has to be out all the time making connection, meeting people, visiting, right. visiting venues. So this is the main thing. It's like this is how you, you, you make a, your PR, actually. But as a music producer, it's all about sitting behind the screen, working on yourself, improving your skills, So what makes me, what makes everything actually easier for me, it was one thing that's when I produce music, I sign with different labels. So right. making connection with different artists, that's mean you are gaining a trust. So this is how, how it's happening. The idea here, it's, it's not only about fans. We all love our fans. They are great. They come to your, to your, to your uh, event to listen to your music, right? But you forget a very important part, which is mean making a good connection with other artists. That's right. It's the most important. That's it. Because if you are a really good artist and you gain other artists' trust, so here's the collaboration. It's true. It's true. You start to produce from 2011, right? Yes. And how with which um, labels you release your tracks, how you, or how you start to, to, to produce the tracks all around the world? Um, I remember... Back, uh, back in time in Kuwait, I had a friend, his name Chavo. I used, to be honest, I started playing music in 2005. So from 2005 till 2010, um, I was playing different kind of music, by the way. Hip hop, R&B, um, uh, you know that the old house. Every DJ made the same. Yeah, so, so <laughs> suddenly... You remember these tracks, My Dream is to Fly? Okay. <laughs> so when they, when, they, when, they came, when they came out, I was like, wow, what this kind of music? And especially I used to live in a country where the music to reach us is it's a little bit hard with, a, with you know, the internet that time still was still not that wow. So what happened? I was like, okay, I like this music. That's what I want to do. And then I sat with a friend, his name Chavo, like I said, he was using a software. What is that exactly? He was like, this is Ableton. So this is where we produce the music. This is what we can like look at the tracks, look at everything. I was like, okay, fine. He gave me the software. He gave me a book, 500 pages. Oh. And on YouTube, you cannot find tutorials no, because and back, back in the time. The time, no. <laughs> yeah. So, and he gave me like a videos on a hard, on, on a, like a hard, a hard drive. I was like, really? Then... It took 
almost two years just to, to finish half track. Imagine learning, uh, reading books, opening the software, look at it, it's complicated, and then you it's close really it. Complicated. So after that, yes, I was like, okay, I finished my first track. My first track was with a record label called BBM, BBM, BBM's Records. It's in Canada. Cool. Uh, then after that, I started improving my skills, signing with different record label, almost with 13 record label all over Europe and Middle East. In 2016, sorry, 15, I got inspired by Red Bull, to be honest. What it was? Uh, Red Bull in Kuwait, it's the first time in Kuwait we get electronic artists in Kuwait. So, because in Kuwait they, they don't like electronic music that much, by the way. It's because it's not their. I'm surprised to hear. Yeah, it's not their main uh, culture, you know. So I remember Red Bull. They invited HVOB, mm. but it was a live setup, which is mean you will see how they preparing their live setup with the connections, with the MIDI cables, with everything. So I was like, I looked at them. I was like, wow, that's too much. Com- that's too complicated. I decided to study it. From 2011 till 2015, it was by myself, sitting in front of the computer, and then I was like, it's the time to study music professionally, and I joined Point Blank. Ah, the best one. Compliments, yes, I noticed that you studied there. Compliments, because it's really the best, uh, the oh best way Oh my God, to, to yeah. I got my music, learn di- about my music. music production diploma from there, and uh, I got great instructors so uh from here it's started professionally i i, I can't tell question uh you, before you start as a producer and you didn't play as a dj or you played already as a dj and you start to producing from 2005 to 2011 i was playing djs you know uh and and underground parties mm-hmm. Then from 2011 to 2015, it was mixed between playing music and uh, producing and learning all the time, producing few tracks, uh, improving skills. So it's like mixed between playing and uh, producing. And also it was also like same underground electronic music events with Red Bull events, mm-hmm. because still Red Bull can they do they can do events in Kuwait, like in resorts. I asked this question because, you know, there is a lot of uh, guys producers which create incredible music but they don't want to be on the scene they don't want to to show themselves they just want to produce in front of the computer <laughs> because for the some people you know it's much easier to to be a little bit like behind the screen yes and uh I think the best way how you made it is to produce and to work but in the, the same people way people you know uh, for how long they they staying behind the screen or they forever they, they want it like that depend they made some parties for example some of my friends which i know they make just some gigs uh, on her hometown mm. just for for themselves but they don't want to go outside even because uh, you know like it's like uh, they have a fear the same about avisi remember mm. For him, it was always the sh- the, the stress to go on the on the, to being play. on the stage is scary. Being on the stage. I'm telling you. And your first experience, how it was? Uh, it was so scary. So scary. So scary. I'm telling you why. It's it's not only it's not only 
uh, my first experience. Till today, till today, every single time you go on the stage, you remember that the first track is always scary. Of course, even it's like second pe- pe- one. <laughs> yeah, even second one. Like people looking at you, all eyes on you. So the idea that you know that all eyes on you, it's scary. It's true. It's scary. Just after second track, you start, you start chill and you go with the flow. You know, it's the same for me always. I played already 15 years, but all the time when I should start, I'm, I'm shaking. Yes. I'm shaking. It's just because we are artists. Deborah, you know, <laughs> Deborah. No, you know her. Deborah? Yeah, Deborah. Yeah. I saw her on the stage. They, they, they took a video for her. She was on the stage, her hand like this shaking. I was like, imagine. So it's, it's, it's a normal feeling. It's normal thing if you care about that what you do, if you love that what you do. Exactly. It's your image. It's true. It's exactly. True. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about um, techno culture in Dubai, especially. Um, honestly, when I come to Dubai, I saw the big names on the like Lily Palmer, Charlotte David, uh, I don't remember, uh, Joseph Capriati. I was, whoa, techno here will be so strong. But once I come here, it was just seven, no, it was like eight months ago. I noticed that here, techno, it's not that real techno, more melodic techno. Mm. I noticed this is, this is big techno. Big sh- it was a big shock for me because I, you know, I used to play uh, also techno music, hard techno. Once I moved here, I understand that even the artists which start, which come here to play techno artists, they change a little bit the, the the vibes. They change the music when they play. For example, some of uh, I don't want to tell the names. One of the artists which I always go to when he plays um, in Awakenings. Okay. And he played really hard music. Sure, it's Awakenings. Once he come here, I was, what it is? Yeah, I. that's normal, by the way. Why? Um, first of all, starting from the word techno, it, we call it, it's a common mistake for people, mm. not for artists. As an artist, we all know that techno is the mother, com- mother, mother name. So from the techno, you start, taking the sub-genres. So that's why we call it melodic house and techno. That's why we call it raw techno, asset techno. But the mother name is techno. So for people, they cannot like know the difference between what's melodic techno and what's like organic house or what's uh, deep house or what's raw techno. So they cannot tell the difference between these kind of genres. So it's all for us. So, but they took the word Techno. So what are you going on? We're talking to talking to event. So for them, I don't take it uh, in a wrong way. I take it fine because for them, they are not musicians. At the at the end of the day, they are ravers. They want to go and enjoy the music. But you write about this, about the idea when the artists come from outside to here to change the music because they know. They know it's 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 not the place where they can play this kind of music or they need a bigger stage because every time they come here. You know the places here, maximum 1,000 people, but you're talking about awakenings. You know how many people is there? I remember when I was uh, some months ago, some other artists here in Dubai, and uh, it's a big name also, and he starts uh, start with uh, one song. Okay, let's take, it was cool. 
the people was happy because it was the famous song of this artist. Then I noticed that he started to, to, to play like four different songs, different styles, different tracks, sorry, no songs, different tracks, different styles, just to understand the vibe. And then he started to play like more Afro house and melodic house. You know, if even that artist plays more or less the house music. Apply this on you. Where have you, where have you been to live? Like you lived between Europe. So when you come to the Middle East, you feel the culture is different, the mentality is different. So sometimes, maybe this is my opinion, I'm against changing the concept, not the music. So for example, let's say I am an artist that play a hard techno, which is mean 135, 140. This is my style. I used to play for, this is, I said example, this is not my style. So, uh, example, I play this kind of music. Then when I come to the Middle East, I change it to melody, techno, and organic. This kind of change, I don't like. Yes. For example, me, I got, the, I got this, this offer before when I started my career here in Dubai, like, uh, before one year and eight months. When I came here, the first group that I met, it was a tech, hard techno group. Mm -hmm. So, my style is melodic house and techno, uh, organic, deep, uh, Afro, uh, progressive, everything that has me. This is my, my type of music. I, I love it. So he was like, uh, if you want to play with us, you most will come, but you cannot play this kind of music. I was like, no, thank you. I will not change my style to play this kind of music. It's not about, I don't like it. I like it. But it's like I'm changing my identity. Of course. So the idea here, if you want to change your kind of music, change it with, a, with the same circle. You have a circle, so when you, this circle you put inside a different kind of music, like if you, if you try to mix melodic house and progressive together, they will fit. Yeah. If you try to mix with them also a track of Afro, it will fit. You will not feel it's something awkward, but try to mix a melodic house with a hard techno track, you will feel there's some, some cha vibe changing. This is my concept at the, at the end of the day. I don't mind changing. Because at the end of the day, it's music. Yes, it's that what represent yourself, uh, represent directly you. So it's really important. Exactly, exactly. So let's, I would like to ask you some difficult question. <laughs> can you, can you tell me some underrated artists? Because you, you, you we came have a lot of artists, a lot of DJs, really, which are incredible, but they still don't didn't don't famous, you know, or underrated. Are you talking about local or international, or like I mean, I mean, I mean, which is mean inside Dubai or outside Dubai to make it more specific? Mm, let's try in, inside Dubai. Probably for you, it will be much comfortable. Okay. Much easier. It, now it's it's coming easier. Yes, um, I didn't meet everyone in Dubai to be honest, and I didn't listen to all all sets in du to all artist sets in Dubai, uh, because there's a lot of artists, which is really good to meet all. But I met couple of. I'm gonna t I'm gonna like I'm gonna try to split it as a DJs. There is two people here. I love their style and music because it's my taste. I like the taste. A girl, her name's Yana. I like the way she plays. Really good. Especially the progressive and indie dance. 
بشي كيكس اند بيز اي لايك اي لايك ذات اند انذر تو دي هاف دي ار اوريدي كايند اوف لايك دي ار فيموس هير ان دبي بات اي لاف ذير ستايل جيكس اند دانس اي لاف اي لاف ذير ستايل اوف ميكسينج اتس لايك really groovy so okay. i differentiate two two kind of people but when you talk about production oh my god there is a lot here a lot of a lot underrated especially like uh, signing a track with a record label it's it's not easy so for producers here there is a lot underrated people how about the producing here in dubai it's better to have the label outside of dubai in europe in uh, america somewhere or Uh, in the Middle East and in Dubai especially. How it's better for the one, for example, I'm producing the track here in Dubai and I should found some good label. This is a point of view. Like you can look for a record label that has a good like uh, a repetition, good review, good rate to sign with it. could like push your profile but trust me this is this is not the only uh, trick is there a lot of um, labels good labels here N- no in dubai no it's, it's they are still like i good they are good but you mean if you if if you're talking about the rate they still not not they not entered the chart to rate them because the record label based on what based on the artist who signed in the record label so if there is a famous international artist signed with this label then the label will will uh, go high this is first second maybe you would be signed with a normal label but imagine that the work that the record label is doing for the artist this is the difference now you come to me you give me a track i will tell you okay let's sign it so what i will do i will send you a track as a promos for international artist and they listen by the way they listen you talk i'm talking about solomon art bat they listen to the track It, it's not like they ignore it no or steal also so what they're gonna do they listen to the track they like it they download it and they play it why because it's a promo unreleased track you know that when you go to the event you like a track and then you shazam it <laughs> under the table <laughs> it's not there so these we call it unreleased tracks it's a promos so uh, Everyone like to play unreleased track because you know you, you are you're trying you're trying people yeah, yeah. try to shazam it and then dude I want this track but it's not there. <laughs> so uh, this is how it works if they doing a great work and they are not famous go ahead sign with them. Look at what they are doing. Okay good. I have some other question it's it's probably my personal questions. Oh the difference uh, um not the difference What is for you? Is there some difference from female DJ and male DJ here, always in Middle East? Personally? Tec- or in techno scene. Ah, personally or? Personally. Personally, to be honest, no. I don't see it. I don't see. I, you know, one of the top 50 DJs around the world, they are females. So I don't see there is a difference here. But the idea here is like... I respect when I see a female DJ that she's stuck to a style. But changing a style based on the, uh, just to get a, to get an event, this is what I don't like, actually. 
So the idea here is if you have a specific style, I don't care if you are a female or a male at the end of the day, because what connect us is music, not gender. Yes, right. So for me, so if you at the end of the day, I call you artist, not a female or a male. So you are artist, I am an artist. So why we do have like, you know that in, in movies, they call it actress and actor, right? Yes. But when it comes to music, we are both artists. artists. It's a big pleasure to hear it because uh, I lived before in Italy and it always was like a fighting to show that I'm professional DJ, that I know my work, it doesn't care that I'm a girl, that, uh, you know, it was always hard. I'll tell you why. To show that your DJ point doesn't care that I'm a female. And uh, it was a lot of judging everything. So here in Dubai, I found it uh, was a little bit easier to be lady as a dj because you know everyone to to probably used to hear used to see the the female dj here because back in the day like it was rare you go back to 60s 70s 90s it was rare to find a female dj i'm not saying it was controlled by like male thing or anything no but you need to back you need to go back to the history and see see why that's happening sometimes just like this is what I do sometimes. I do like okay, we have a female DJs right now. So let's get back to the to the history. What happened? When when did this started back in the days? What where it was? From where did it move? So like reading the history, it might give you a little bit of relief to for these kind of uh, mentalities. But at the end of the day, um, there is no difference at all. Like you can see here. Uh, and here is really a big pleasure to be to be DJ girl, the male DJ. It is, it is, and they they. By the, but only one thing, to be honest, they get paid more than males. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we are, we are female, so we sometimes we should use our pretty face, you mm. know. <laughs> Always. Always? No, really, for the girl, probably here it's much easier because before they come uh, of, of, their, um, of their aspect, yeah? And then when they hear that, okay, she's also uh, not only beautiful, she's also can good... Uh, music can also, uh, yes, make good, good music. Point. So it's when they connect all together, so it's a good work. But I noticed some other thing that even there is a lot of DJs, girls, which unfortunately don't do good work here. Maybe those who's like ruin your repetitions. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Okay, uh, now it's when you look at it, why why like a, a male D, uh, like a bad male DJ cannot ruin a good male DJ because we got used to it from the back history. So we have a history with it. Like when you look at the history, mm -hmm. already we have the history. But when you look at the females, it's a new thing started to come, especially like last 10 years, there is a lot of female DJs started coming out. So this is why it's the idea we need to at least not judging everyone the same. This is what I do. I don't want to judge you because of other female. Okay. So we have the last five minutes for Techno Jockeys. Um, I would like to ask you about some funny or embarrassed situation or some even stupid situation which happens for you with you during the DJ set. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's connected. shame situation. <laughs> it's connected, by the way, it's connected to the, to the thrill moment. 
you know, like I told you, when I when you go on the stage, yeah, you feel like your hands shaking and everything. So you know, we have a DJ set, we have two decks, we we play this track for people. So the track, the fader is up, people listening to it, and you prepare another track here. So instead of clicking play here, I click play here <laughs> and I stop the track in the middle of the club and people dancing. The same I was so scared. I was like. <laughs> I I'm think it's a you. common situation for all for of all DJs, us. For all, all DJs. DJs. It's, it's normal. It's, it's normal, true. yeah. But it's like the idea here is like, okay, okay, fine, fine. And the idea is like people were having fun. Yeah, they're screaming. We're like, okay, let's continue. Let's continue. No, we, all of us have really funny situation. Okay, so the last questions. What do you suggest for the new DJs here in the techno culture? Always follow their style, always uh, work with social. How do Don't you... Don't be racist. Don't be? Racist. Why? Who? To who? To the DJs. Ah, okay. Yeah. They are. This is what I, I see most of the time when I start ah, talking to people. Uh, they trying to like, female is not good, male is not good. This is first. Second... Uh, oh, look at this DJ playing hip-hop. Hip, I hate hip-hop. Just listen to this DJ playing Arabic. I hate Arabic. This DJ play uh, like Punjabi songs. He's a bad. So we forget at the end of the day, it's music. So if you, my advice, if you are an artist trying to hate this kind of music and hate this kind of music, so what did you left for? So that's mean you will be uh, like a racist also about the nationalities and different things. So my advice is, uh, it's music. It's true. The music is all of us. It's all for us. So thank you, KB, for joining us in Techno uh, Jockeys. Uh, remember, Techno Jockeys is the first podcast about the techno scene in Dubai and Middle East and worldwide. So see you every week, every Monday at 9 p.m. Follow us in the Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple. So, guys, have a good, good time. See you on the screen. On the... On the... You want to do the outro? I can't keep a... I didn't know what to, do, to tell in the end. I asked yeah, about yeah. what I must tell in the, the beginning, but not in the end. 